0: Right, hello, this is the 10pm show, Banter and Bops with Bentham Spence. I am one minute late, so sorry. Uh, one and a half. One, shut up! <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, this is a normal, good old philosophy music banter show. Um, sadly, it seems as though this will be the last one of, of, of well, 2019, because UCL closes on the 20th at 5pm, uh, and my show, of course... Is at ten, uh, so uh, no dice there, and you 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 have to wait until the you know, the the magical digits 2020 uh, before you hear um, my dulcet tones on on live on air once again. I really hope I'm live. If I'm not, that would I feel ridiculous, and I'll have to do that intro again. Uh, let's just. Okay, no, no, no text telling me, Joe, we can't hear you. What the hell are you doing? So that's fine. Let me introduce my guests for today. We have Lydia. Hello. Come, oh, move closer. Hello, to hello, hello. Yes, hello.
1: I'm like an echo. <coughs>
0: like hello, a... hello, hello, hello. Oh, okay. I see. Yes. Yeah. And we have Irma. Hello. Uh, the topic today.
1: A bit <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got you to were just prepare. like straight on it. I <laughs> learnt from my mistakes. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, the topic today is supposed to be. Uh, we're going to look at a little bit of choice, free will, and determinism, uh, which is always uh, fun, you know, deep existential philosophy things to be thinking about. Um, but before we do that, because I'm feeling rather frazzled, we're going to hop straight to a music break. We'll come back, and then we will see about some philosophy then. What song will we play? Good question. I haven't chosen yet. Let's just oh, you know what? I was listening to some Johnny and Kyle earlier, so let's stick on some Johnny and Kyle. The thing is, like these people are new artists that I haven't really like. They have this, they have th- three and a half million monthly listeners, which is pretty decent. And that's that's about the same as my all time favorite Eden. Uh, and I haven't run into these people, but I think their music's pretty rad. So here we go. This is Do You Even Miss Me at All? Yeah, I bought the cards. All right. <laughs> Here we are. We're back. That was "Do You Even Miss Me At All" by Johnny and Carl. As Lydia said during the break, you can see how they named the song. Uh, you know, very obvious. No subtlety there. They were they were straight in with the point. Okay, so the topic topic today is uh, choice, free will, determinism, all that all that fun stuff. And we're going to look at it from uh, mainly from two angles. Uh, the first one being the Monty Hall problem. If you've heard of it, listeners. Uh, you, the, uh, Congratulations on being a a very worldly person, and if you haven't, then uh, I I will tell you right now. Um, So the Monty Hall problem is based. um, It was well, the original problem was a question. uh, It was a reader question in the Parade magazine in 1990, and it was given in the Ask Marilyn column, and the reader said. I'm going to read this out because you've got to get the source text here. Suppose you're on a game show and you're given the choice of three doors. Behind one car, one, one car, behind one door is a car. Behind the others, goats. I mean, who, who wouldn't want a goat? You pick a door, let's say number one, and the host, who knows what's behind the doors, opens another door, say number three, which has a goat. He then says to you, do you want to pick door number two? And the reader's question is, is it in your advantage to switch your choice? Uh, so that's obviously, there is a clear uh, choice slant to that problem. You know, you, you, well, most people will want the car. I'd say, you know, I'd be happy with the goat, to be honest.
1: I'd quite like a goat. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: yeah. Like, you've, you've got, you
1: know?
0: well, not quite free milk for life, but you're on the way there.
1: they <laughs> would have milk and stuff. Exactly.
0: Where, goat... where would
2: you keep the goat, though? That's my question.
0: Um, In the car. <laughs> 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 yeah, you win both. That's that. You win all three. I mean, that would be ideal. Exactly. And if the goats, one, one goat is male, one goat is female.
1: Goats you, for life. You
0: are sorted, precisely. You no, know, you don't need kids because the goats give you kids. A hey. hey. language, language tricks. <laughs> And so, so that's that's one. And the other thing we are going to talk about is the classic UK television show, Deal or No Deal, hosted by none other than the you know the, the illustrious Noel Edmonds. And that that so that show, I'm going to break it down very simply. If if you know it again, congratulations. Very very cultured person on on British television shows Um, but essentially the premise of the show is um, there are there are sort of a group of contestants one is picked every contestant gets a box and the contestant which is picked uh, they get a box too and every box has a value in it ranging from 1p all the way up to I believe it was 250,000 and what the contestant that's picked Let's let's say the player, because you know there are a lot of contestants. So the player, which is the contestant that's picked, uh, the player must choose to open other contestants' boxes, uh, and in in doing so, they have to try and guess the value of their own box, and you know the box they've been given with. And what there is, uh, there's there's a there's a mysterious character called the banker, and you know, there are all sorts of funny names for there's there's like the the, I can't remember, the table's called something funny, the chair is called the crazy chair or something, Noel has this telephone, anyway, that's not important. The main thing is the banker will call in at certain times in the show and they will offer the player a value for their box. So obviously, if the player is opening boxes and he sees, or she, or they, you know, let's let's not be specific about this. You know, well, I mean, it is after 10, so we can be, you know, okay, anyway. Get
1: to the point. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> getting there. The person.
0: The, the, the player... <laughs> When they see, let's say they open five boxes and they see five low values. That means there's a high probability of their box being a higher value. And so when the banker phones in and say, hey, do you want 10p for your box? The player is like, hell no, my box is worth more than 10p. And so they turn down the banker's offer and they keep opening boxes. And that's the whole premise of the show. And as soon as the banker, you know, when the, the, the player is offered a deal, that They think is better than the value of their box, then they'll cash out, and then they continue opening boxes to see what might have happened. And so obviously, again, a clear choice, maybe deterministic. Slant, you know, maybe all their choices have been uh, laid out for them by a, a scripted, scripted game show. You know, you know, I'm not saying anything. Well, I am saying things, but you know, I'm not insinuating. Um, so those are the two main sort of phenomena, you know, cultural thingies that we're going to look uh philosophy this this thing of determinism and free will have you seen any of these two things
1: i've heard of the monty hall problem yeah because the probability is not common sense yeah it's I counterintuitive guess. yeah
0: there's a special That's funny word. funny word for that kind of paradox but i i don't know that word it starts with a v Ver-
1: Text in if you yeah.
0: Know it. well yeah, this is a perfect time to, to say if you're listening on rarefm.co.uk, which obviously you are, there's no other place to listen to this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh
0: there is a chat option. Uh you go you can come with you come go on there, chat to us. Uh, last time we had loads of chatters, so that was really nice to see. We had uh a non nine eight six one or something or other. You know that would be really nice to see you back. You know, if you if you're busy, I understand. Um, but you can come on, chat with us, give us your responses. Alternatively, you can follow my Instagram, banter with Bentham. No spaces, no caps, no underscores, no hyphens, no full stops, no nothing. Just banter with Bentham. Uh, you can go up and follow me, message message on there. You know, you get some get some audience interaction going. Uh, yeah, what did you say if if you? Oh yeah, if you know if you know if you you just anything anything interesting. We've got one listener, we've got one in the chat. So that's super cool. Shout out to you. I don't know who the hell you are, but that's fine. Um, Irma definitely has not watched Deal or No Deal. Nope. Because it's a British show and she's Swedish. Have you
1: watched Deal or No Deal? I haven't seen it because I don't have a TV. You've never had a TV? No, I haven't. It's weird, isn't it? No, but I know the concept.
0: Okay you never had a TV? No. Wow. Yeah. So, Who knows? Well, hold on. So you've never had, like, a big monitor... (laughs) Fun fact. ...or you've never had, like, a a TV box and a satellite?
1: We've never had uh, actual TV. Oh. Um, We've had a TV licence to, like, watch football, but I've never really...
0: How do you watch football without a TV? On a computer. Oh, you watch on... yeah,
1: yeah. But never... We've never really watched TV. But I know... Yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what TV is. My friends, <laughs> oh. when I was when I was little, people were like, Oh, like how do you survive I was without like, TV?" Well, you know, read you
0: just, books. Yeah, get on with it. Yeah. If you want to get new. Get on with it. Exactly. Anyway,
1: you're gonna have to teach me about
0: Deal, deal or No Deal. Or
1: no Deal. I've obviously been missing out.
0: Well, I mean, uh, you weren't missing out on much. It stopped showing now. It stopped in 2016. Oh, nightmare. I just remember we it,
1: missed it. it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it as a kid,
1: how will, we, how, <laughs> how will we survive
0: yeah noel edmonds what a what a man, what a man, honestly, you really really you, you have missed out, um so that's the basic gist of what we're gonna be talking about. We've got some features, Lydia's brought along her Santa banter, so we're gonna have some you know yeah. m- more rhyming, more banter, you know we all, we all, we love it really, um oh we have it we have a nine eight six one you're back, <laughs> so lovely to see you um Yes, you've linked a very interesting link on there for our listeners. Um, I mean, there are only two people in the chat, so only one other person can see it. Um, definitely, you know, the more, even more incentive to join the chat. That's, yeah. Yeah, just
1: joining the fun. It's all happening.
0: Exactly. So, uh, Lydia was telling us earlier that the first time. No, was it was a student, another student <laughs> radio.
1: Yeah, uh, when I was little, I was on Sheffield Student Radio. The Sheffield. Um, yeah. No, they're great. Okay. Um, When I was like nine and I was, I had the title of like Professor of Childhood Studies or something. So, you know, I'm back. Well, I don't know what my title is this time.
0: Your title is not a TV owner.
1: Okay, you know, I, th- I feel I've gone downhill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel my radio career when I was nine was...
0: That was you peaked You <laughs> know, early. I'm
1: peaked. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to get back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is Lydia's come up, guys. Catch her in five years. Solo <laughs> show on, on, on Capital or whatever. Okay, or sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, we're going to hop to a music break. Uh, this one was suggested by Irma. This is uh, The Man by Taylor Swift. Yeah, we've got some more Taylor Swift, whatever. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, see you in a bit. Right, well, that was The Man by Taylor Swift. Or, or, or was it? Was it The Man? You know, we've got to think about our gender pronouns in this day and age. Very, you've got to be very careful. Um, so, we are... Go- <laughs> I don't know what I was going for there. Please. I, I'm really tired. When I get The t- more tired I get... <laughs> The more ridiculous I get uh, and you know, this is a lesson to you, uh, do not let me stay up too late too often. Um, so but what we're going to go now is we're going to hop into a little feature and this one is called What Does the Philosopher Say? And you may have heard this before, if not I'll explain the premise of this feature and what you do in this feature or what the guests do. Uh, I read out three quotes, uh, the guests need to discover, and, you know, they, they, need to, they need to ascertain which one is a Jeremy Bentham quote. You know, keeping in the theme with, uh, yeah, you no, 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 don't worry. They they did it well. Barney managed to do it last time. Mary got it wrong. I'm
1: pulling a funny face because <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> and Lydia and I are just looking at each other like this is gonna It'll be not fine. gonna go well. We you need your help, listeners. You know, <laughs> help us
0: out. <laughs> um, and so and then you know, one quote is a Jeremy Bentham quote. The other two are uh, well, not quite nonsense quotes, but they are from somewhere. And if the if the guests can get. Where the other quotes are from, that is you know, extra bajillion bonus points because I had to I had to root for these, um, and especially the one of the ones last time we did this that was that was a really really vague quote which no one would have gotten anyway. So are you ready? For, are you ready for the quotes?
1: I'm so ready. Sure.
0: Okay. The first one is the rarest of all human qualities is consistency. Ooh. The second one is capitalism in it. <laughs> the third one is everything I'm not made me everything I am. Right.
1: Which one
0: is a Jeremy Bentham quote?
1: I mean, second one's pretty strong contender <laughs> in this
0: category. If you want me to read them out again, I can. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. The first one is the rarest of all human qualities is consistency. The second one is capitalism in it. And the third one is Everything I'm not made me everything I am. Any I ideas?
1: I really mm. like the third one. The third one? Yeah.
0: Is, was really Jeremy Bentham a, 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 a hidden poet as well? <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe. A, a, bit of, a bit of structuralism in there. He's only defined by what he's not.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I'm currently writing an essay on that, so maybe that's. Oh, right.
0: is, that, is that your super concept?
1: Well, I'm doing deconstructionism. Oh, Look it up, it's amazing. De- Nobody knows what it
0: is. Yeah, no one understands. All the papers
1: say they don't understand. Sorry, I'm deviating.
0: That's fine. We like some tangents on this. What was the first one? The first one was, the rarest of all human qualities is consistency.
1: I kind of like that one. The
0: other two are pretty short and snappy, so you can get those. Mm. Probably remember those quite easily.
1: Yeah, that's true, and that's kind of the argument with AI and all this automated tech
0: and stuff. Yeah, they don't go wrong. It's
1: interesting, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. I don't know, but I like the first one, so I'm going to go with the first one. Sure. I don't know, and I like the third one. So there we
0: go. Okay, so we have the first one. Irma thinks the first one is uh, Jeremy Bentham quote, and Lydia thinks the third one is. And just to to recap, the quotes were, the first one is, the rarest of all human qualities is consistency. The second one is, capitalism in it. And the third one is, everything I'm not made me everything I am. And Irma is correct. Yay! The first one is indeed Jeremy Bentham. Uh, the second one uh, is, is from our very own Carl Gombrich on his Twitter account.
1: <laughs> I did wonder where that came from. Um, <laughs>
0: That's funny. On the 12th of October, at 4.35pm.
1: Great. There he was. I'm re- liking the timestamp.
0: Replying to someone, talking about, yeah. And this is very simple words.
1: Simple words, but, you know, they very, mean too much. Very power.
0: Very powerful. Very power. <laughs> <laughs> and the third one I'm not sure if you're going to be happy with this this is from a Kanye West song
1: oh right okay. yeah
0: and it's funnily enough it's called Everything I Am oh uh, so you
1: can tell how non-cultured in Kanye
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe you but are it's pretty a secret secret no. I can't
1: quite tell what it means, but, you know, so I'm N- going to go away and ruminate on it.
0: Not many people can tell what Kanye West means. Okay. I don't even think Kanye knows what he means. I'm not alone. Little... Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay.
1: Thanks
0: for that uh... <laughs> confidence the
1: same. boost. No problem.
0: <laughs> always here for you. Um, okay, so let's let's talk some more. Um, Monty, your problem. Lydia was very correct in saying that it is a, the solution is counterintuitive. Because when... So, you know when you do select door one uh, and then door three is open to you and you see that it's a goat behind there and you're displeased with the goat uh, it is actually you know it is actually advantageous to change your choice um, and why sort of that is where it comes becomes counterintuitive. Uh, there are a few insights uh, which help understand why it's it's better to, you know for you to switch uh the first one is that the host knows what's behind each door so you you know let's say let's say you picked a wrong door uh and so that means that one of the remaining two is correct and he picks the incorrect one then 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 he knows he knows that you know the door that he opens is incorrect he knows the one you picked is incorrect so that adds value to the door that you did not pick in the first place and that is, sort of ties in with the second sort of like helpful thing you can you can think about is that switching doors is different than choosing at you know between two doors, and it's the it's the fact that okay so at the start you have one third chance of getting it right, and then two thirds of getting it wrong. The host knows that you've got it wrong in the first place. You picked the wrong door, so he opens one, and that means the chance of getting it like not incorrect is still two-thirds which is very odd to explain over the radio and over speech maybe you know uh, in your bed you know lying lying awake you can start (laughs) thinking about this you know would I really want a car over a goat Uh, Um, no it's true though
1: because you'd think it's half but it actually remains two-thirds it actually
0: remains two-thirds exactly
1: Uh, which is because it's kind of a problem coming after it's a linked problem it's not just yeah. it's not the, the doors the doors scenarios. don't
0: get switched after you know yeah. what's gone on you know yeah exactly the the chance is still, a, you know, it's still that it's two thirds yeah, yeah. which yeah it would make sense to say it's a half but yeah. it's not or
1: one third if you want to go one third of if you want wrong. to go that's right if you I want mean to go. you could you know, just take open, the depends. open door
0: you could just take the open door right
1: yeah then 100% always get it right if you want to go if you want to go just and change your priorities. Exactly. Then you'll be fine.
0: Reframe the problem. Yeah. And or the solution. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Th- this do is this do is, is philosophical,
1: a philosophical different different way. Th- this well, is what uh, if you
0: want neither
2: outside. a
1: car or
2: nor a goat.
0: Do you want the door uh, itself.
1: Then you got three. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the door. You you're can. Fine.
0: You can only pick one.
1: Well, then you've got choice of three, and you can see them.
0: What I wonder is, do, do, do you get the door frame as well?
1: Uh, I don't know maybe you have to give them a goat to pay to pay for the girlfriend I'm not sure how this new currency works <laughs> what, what? maybe you decide you're just really happy with what you've already have
0: and what you don't go on the game show at all
1: yeah
0: <laughs> there is no game show
1: that would be a good choice
2: a good a good
0: Ah, oh, here we go here we go Okay, uh, we're gonna uh, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to hop into a uh, a music break. This one is that time of year by Gecko, or also another tiny artist, uh, five thousand monthly listeners, I believe. Although... Look him
1: up; he's amazing. Yes. Shout out to Gecko.
0: Shout out to Gecko indeed. Uh, Lydia is on his newest album, which is not out yet. When is it out?
1: Uh, next year. What when date next? undisclosed?
0: Oh, it's mysterious. But
1: check out Gecko's other stuff. He's he's really
0: it's spelt like the lizard so you know there's no no secret yeah. h's or j's or z's in there yeah. it's uh, pretty self-explanatory so that's the song it's festive themed because what we're going to go into after the break is a little bit of santa Banta. you know last session of the year you know that's 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 you know for shoehorn some festivity into this into this show <laughs> so here we go that time of year by gecko oh look that rhymed right. Alright, that was that time of year by Gecko. definitely go and check them out. They have been given, or I don't know if it's, you know, you know to give it the Bentham stamp of approval. It could definitely have my stamp of approval, um, considering apparently this is Jeremy Bentham's show, that we, that will have to do. Um, okay, here we go, Santa Banza. Lydia will read out some descriptive sentences. And we need to make a rhyme out of it, um, which should be pretty fun considering uh, you know, how ridiculous I'm feeling right now.
1: Yeah. So now I'm giving you the questions. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to read out a, a long words, long long words,
0: long, long words,
1: <laughs> a long sentence, and you have to come up with a short sentence that has two rhymes in it.
0: Unnecessarily sort of contrived, yeah. you know, descriptive. Um,
1: listeners, you can join in too. Definitely
0: join in. Are you ready? And it's,
1: and it's vaguely festive themed. Okay, the first one is, one tiny piece of snow results in the ground splitting open in a terrible way.
0: Oh dear. So, snowflake? One little piece, okay, snowflake. Nice. Result, snowflake equals earthquake? Yeah! Oh. A
1: snowflake causes an earthquake. Does it? Though? Ding, ding, you get a point.
0: Well, thank you. I'm, I'm honoured. Do you know what points mean? No. Prizes. Oh, Really? The prize for me... Goat. I win.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm fresh out of goats. (laughs) You can have an imaginary one.
0: (laughs) Oh, that will have to do. Instead of counting sheep, I can count goats. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me to sleep. Well
1: done. Well, you have one. so far. All right. Um, Come on, Emma. This is your time. Oh,
0: uh, this is a competition?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I'm willing to share my goat.
1: Oh, okay. That's all right, then. We can... We can... Can I have it, too? Uh,
0: Well, no. You're you're the reader of questions.
1: Oh, Okay. (laughs)
0: Maybe if we get another one.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, number two. <laughs> man-made frozen white stuff that falls from the sky has landed on a black forest cake.
0: Oh, dear. So you got... Man-made...
1: Man-made frozen white stuff that falls from the sky landed on a black forest cake. White stuff. Fake snow. Great.
0: Black forest cake. What what do they mean by black forest do they just mean like what what is it what is a black forest cake?
1: Isn't it like um dark chocolate and cherry?
0: Oh, is that what it oh
1: is that what black forest is? I have no idea. Wait, fake I think it's snow,
0: cherry. Cake. Cake, cake, cake,
1: cake. Maybe go with the snow.
0: Snow. Snow. Fake sn- S-
1: what rhymes with snow and is vaguely oh. cake themed. No. <laughs> That's not <laughs> cake themed.
0: Um <laughs>
1: It rhymes with. Uh, it rhymes with the French word for castle. Castle,
0: chateau, Gata. Yeah. Fake snow. Oh, on a gâteau. I'm not sure
1: if that actually rhymes or if that's just because I've got because uh, of my accent it rhymes.
0: Fake. What? Which bit?
1: Snow gâteau. Is that how you say gâteaux? Is it
0: like on a gâteau? I a think French it's accent. okay. I mean, we don't have any French listeners. Uh, you know, I had. Like, oh. I had my radio show plugged in the Basque Tribune today. Don't know if you saw it. Nice. Um, but apparently, no French listeners have been enticed to oh. this great, well, not, not quite graveyard slot, but you know, almost, almost there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, everyone's welcome.
0: Everyone is welcome.
1: Okay, do you want one more, and then you could then the, then the listeners? Then we'll leave it to the listeners oh, for a bit.
0: Yeah, all right. Yeah, be, so I be a good won't won't
1: give the answer. Yes. And then we'll give it later.
0: Then and we'll you give know, it later. points
1: mean imaginary goats, prizes. Well, maybe so it, there's a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: To play <laughs> Um, Wait, so we're not doing this one? No, I'm just going to say it.
0: Okay. And then we'll come back.
1: And then we'll come back to it. Lovely. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you
0: sure? Well, I don't know if the listeners are ready, but I'm ready. and that was, the Listeners, are counts. you
1: ready? All they can do is listen. Yeah. They can't...
0: They must be ready to listen. They must, they've been listening ready all this to time. Listen. They've already been listening. Exactly. Great.
1: Father Christmas's headwear... I'll do. ...is embedded in a poo made by a female bull.
0: Okay, there you go. Lydia, would you like to read it one more time?
1: Okay. Father Christmas's headwear is embedded in a poo made by a female bull.
0: Okay. There we Oh, we have one more we have one more time. That we have the number just went up while you were reading it. Okay. We uh, new okay. listener, you need to Hello. need to listen listen to this. <laughs> listen to this <laughs> and, and, then, and then
1: make a rhyme out of it. So there are two words in this synonyms for two of these words that can rhyme. Are you ready? Father Christmas's headwear is embedded in a poo made by a female bull.
0: And just to put you off even more, we're going to put on "Everything I Am" by Kanye West uh, while you're thinking about that. Here we go. All right, so that was "Everything I Am" by Kanye West. Also, you know, with G- DJ Premier, but mm-hmm. no one cares about DJ Premier. They only care about Kanye West, so they only ever say Kanye West's name. So, before the song, we had Lydia readouts, out this contrived piece of text, um, and. You, you listeners out there had to had to get the rhyme associated with this line of text. Would you like to read out the line of text again?
1: Yes. The line of text is: Father Christmas's headwear is embedded in a poo made by a female bull.
0: Okay. We we have we had we had Anon one six five one a new anon. Uh, well, of course. Welcome. You know, Anons uh, will be will be forever. You know, funky numbers uh, who almost got it Santa Claus hat is filled with cow something but they didn't get the Santa's last
1: hat in a cow pat
0: exactly but you
1: know you were so close we'll give you those imaginary goat points
0: you know. <laughs> but there's only one imaginary goat point per thing they get right
1: oh well we'll give it to you
0: okay and non 1651 congratulations you have won an imaginary goat um, I don't know how we're going to get that to you Just imagine it. In your dreams?
1: They're imagining it. They've got it. What
0: if they imagine a different goat to the one that you're imagining? Mm,
1: How do we know? How will we ever know that it's different or the same?
0: How will we? (laughs) I'll take what I can... See, that's the kind of mentality we like.
1: Anon has just said, yay, I'll take what I can get. Well, yeah, there you go. You're you're so welcome. Exactly. Enjoy.
0: So if you're ever on a game show, guys, remember, take what you can get, okay? If you get a goat, get a goat. And, you know, there's nothing, nothing, no complaints there. You, you, you're you just on a game show. Like, come on.
1: Yeah. Is that
0: not the price? Goats are great. Goats are great. Heidi.
1: Did anyone else read Heidi? Heidi. Heidi books? No. Oh, she goes and lives on a mountain and has goat's milk the whole time and goat's cheese. Have you
0: ever seen a goat trying to scale a mountain? No. It's very, very impressive and also kind of scary. Because they're just like, it's, they're so precariously like perched on like the mountain... <laughs> you know the mountainside and it's just like i'm just so afraid they'll fall and sometimes they do like they slip like a couple of inches it's like oh my god please don't you know like yeah but no they just they just keep going and sometimes like apparently some of them sleep on the mountainside and i'm it flabbergasts me honestly
1: it's impressive that's skillful
0: i'm trying to get the word flabbergast in on every 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 week i think i'm succeeding so far you did well We've had some... some floofy boy, you're back. Who... I, 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 I really appreciate... You know, you were here Wednesday, you're here now. Uh, if, you, if you'd like my personal congratulations, you follow me on Banter with Bentham. Uh, keep chatting. We'd love to see it. Also, why don't, why don't you guys... Oh, you don't have a timestamp because you're in the same... But hold on, that's a, that's a second, isn't it? That's a, this is a second timestamp here. Yep. Yeah, they're not all in the same... It's
1: just lots of numbers going on on the screen.
0: Yeah, this is... Okay, interesting. Anyway... Um,
1: some viewers are worrying that instead of an imaginary goat, they'll get a cow pat. No, don't worry. This is the great thing about imaginary things. You can you can turn it into what you want. So if you wanted compost, then you might want a cow pat, and then that's good. But if you don't want any compost and you just want the goat, that's fine. You know, you you just can, imagine what you want.
0: And, you can imagine away the cow yeah. pat. Yeah. You can imagine away, yeah. uh, you know... Gold bullion instead.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Although that man, that might make you sadder that you don't have the gold bullion, you know. Then, then uh, you, you'd be happy that you don't have the pound, but you'd be sad that you don't. Unless you wanted. Okay, this is getting too far into. We're getting too far into this. Let's talk some actual philosophy, uh, which we've been <laughs> saying the whole time. Uh, one of them, one of these, one of these very important things is determinism. And the, okay, so we had we used to have a philosophy society back at school, where this guy, his name was Lorne. His last name was Dreyer. He was he was an absolute unit of man. Great name. And he did. Determinism was his thing. So throughout the year that I and my friend co-chaired philosophy society, he must have done three or four presentations on determinism. And they were, you know, determinism one. All right, Lauren, that's nice. Determinism two. Okay. You're taking it a bit far now, but that's fine. You know, we'll 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 humour you. And then he did three and four and it was just, okay, Lauren, you, this you've run roughshod over the rules. There is nothing we can do to stop you. And, and he, he was he was in love with determinism. So, so credit to you, Lord. You, determinism is now on my radio show. I hope you're happy. So, the, the, okay, there's only one type of determinism we're going to talk about here. That is causal determinism. There are lots of others. They're, they're really confusing. Lorne tried to draw a diagram on the board for us. The diagram was more confusing than his explanation was. So we won't do that, we'll just talk about causal, which is very simple, and that is roughly speaking the idea that every event is necessitated by previous events and conditions along with the laws of nature. So basically what that says is every event that will happen in the future is determined by everything that's happened in the past along with the laws of nature that we come to know and love and expect. And that is causal determinism at its sort of most basic form. It's been around for ages and ages and ages and ages. I don't know if you've heard it before. What are your impressions of it, you know, at at the outset?
2: There's... Maybe a really good example from Hamilton there that would illustrate that. I don't know how much you would hate me if I go into no, that. No, no, you can you can go <laughs> no, into I'll it. That's gone. fine.
0: That's fine. That's fine. We we we're very welcoming on this show. No gatekeeping at all. Good. Other than you know maybe floofy boy not telling us their identity, but that's fine. We can we can gloss over that. Off you go with your with your reference.
2: <laughs> so essentially, there's a part of his life where he makes a lot of mistakes. Um, he. Um, he cheats on his wife and then he gets blackmailed for it. Um, And essentially his political rivals, they see that he's paid a lot of money, they think he's been embezzling government funds, and then he has a choice to make if he's gonna tell them the truth or just tell them to just go away. Um, And then there's this song where he's trying to decide what to do. And essentially what happens is that he, because of what's happened in his life before, because he's been able to write his way out of every situation in his life, and because he feels like that's the only thing he can do to get back power and take control of the situation, he writes a pamphlet that, he, that, that is then distributed, where he essentially writes everything that's happened. He tells the whole world that he's cheated on his wife with this woman, and he feels like he has to do that because of the past previous, events. yeah, past events in his life.
0: Okay, that's pretty cool. So that, yeah, that okay, I guess that's quite that is quite yeah that is a good example because, it, it, but that's that's a, like a personal thing, right? He feels like he's had to do that. Where. Where like, okay, so obviously you have discussions with friends. I was in the, uh, you know, classic Brit. I was in the pub the other day with some friends the other other night. We were talking about this. We were like, okay, like like, Hamilton has done that. He thinks that's the best option, right? But then what, what has made him think that it's the best option? Like all of the events in his life have led up to him thinking this way. What if he thought a different way, for example? And that is where like the, the the sheer scale of determinism comes into play, because it, it's like, okay, one little thing could have changed in my life, and I could be a completely different person mm. who what, how is that determined? because events in your life which happen you obviously we we as like the agents in our own lives don't. We can't see what effect they will have because we're in it. So, for us in our own even looking at other people's lives, it's like, oh, and you know, when, even like in maybe in history and things, when we look at you know basic sort of secondary school history, when we look at the historical event, why it happened, and we say, oh, this you know, maybe this was the key reason or there were these reasons, it's like, well, we can never truly know. So, determinism really. I don't know, it kind of feel, feels a little bit like like there's a leap of faith involved. And Lydia has a very, like, you know... Philosophical. Yeah, look. thinking face. She actually has a thinking face on. What what are you thinking?
1: Well, that point that you said that how, like, it's just arbitrary that we are how we are. Like, so many things could have gone different. Yeah. But we've only taken one path. And I don't know how I feel about that. You... Sometimes I think maybe, maybe you just go for it. I think if I had a magic power, it would be to have a, a time turner like Hermione. Mm. So I could live lots of different lives and make lots of different choices.
0: Would you want like a, a, a physical object or do you want that power to be like in it, within yourself?
1: Ooh, um...
0: Because the way you said, like power implies that you, you have permanent possession of it.
1: Yeah, maybe an object because if it was in me, I wouldn't feel as if I belonged anywhere specific. But if that power is in something else, then I would still feel normal.
0: Okay, so it's a matter of like, you know, like personal framing.
1: Yeah, but I'd be quite interested to see, you know, what if I chose to diff- do a different course or not go to uni or Some, move, move somewhere else or yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be really interesting to see how. Different choices would affect...
2: But would you life. want to live out all those different lives, or would it be enough to just see them?
1: I think I'd want to live them, yeah, to the full. It'd be really tiring. You'd have to have yeah. one life that's just sleeping, <laughs> I think, my theory.
0: So you know, make a different choice, and you might get a car instead of a goat kind of thing.
1: Well, you would see how how different the car and the goat are. Yes. You would see maybe uh, one scenario is, is you've got the car, and actually it... it Was a fake car or it stopped working and the goat was great and it gave you loads of goat's milk with no air miles maybe it gave
0: you a parakeet or something yeah yeah okay that's pretty cool um (laughs) fluffy boy has decided to make their contribution and they've said modern physics class likes to say that it's false you know who else likes to say it's false people who believe in free will because they would say Mm -hmm. that determinism completely takes away the idea of free will in the sense that like, free will and determinism are mutually exclusive because determinism says events are, are sort of decided by past events, which are decided by past events, which must be decided by past events. Mm-hmm. And so nothing, there, there is no free will because everything is already predetermined. That is a new kind of determinism. I've just thrown it in there. No warning. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a uh, this NSFW radio show now. No warning philosophy. Um Cool. But so, yeah, so that's that's what they'd say. they say that you can't have, you know, free will because everything is already decided because it's already yeah. happened in, the, in that sort of sense. And I do think personally, I don't know how much, how I feel about that because they, you are the agent in your own life. So, of course, you feel like you're doing something. And there's I think there's part of us which feels like, okay, we can't feel like we're not doing anything because that just feels completely... Completely wrong to the human experience to feel like we aren't doing anything, even though we, you know, we're doing things. But it doesn't matter what we're doing because it's already been decided for us. How do we feel? Confused, scared, fine, freaking out, insecure, (laughs) nervous, exhausted. No,
1: just no. But you
2: go, you go. I think that raises the question of where the value lies in your life. Is it in the decisions you make or the experiences you have? Because you have the experiences regardless of if they're determined or not, but then the question is like did you decide to have them yourself or were they determined
0: yeah but that's that's the question that's raised and like not just in the human experience but as um, an on five three two three I'm pretty sure you're the same in on because the number hasn't changed but oh well you know, I'll read out. I'll read out your number your numbers is very special yeah um, you know, not just the human experience, but the legal system and all, all these other things, they depend on the fact that people can act. And if someone acts, they are responsible. And determin- you can't, in, in a strictly deterministic system or world, you can't have something like a legal system. Because otherwise it's, you know, this person is not responsible because they do not choose to do their action. It was it was determined they would they would act that way, and so we cannot punish them because they had no they had no sort of, you know. Lydia is looking contemplative.
1: Mm. Well, I'm thinking, I mean, I'd like to have lots of time turners so I could have different. <laughs> lives. But we only can live one life. But at any point, we have the power to choose to change our route, even though we've got one choice you know Mm. what I mean so I have whatever I've decided to come to UCL you would say maybe I'm my determined future is to stay at UCL yeah that's one path that I could choose at any time yeah just to leave yes so I still have that choice yeah even though realistically
0: you wouldn't take it well who knows well yeah exactly (laughs) but the thing is then they would say like
1: I am going to stay. It's great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice to know. We might even have you back. Um, But then the thing is, which is always said, is that, uh, hold on. If you did choose to leave, that was also determined. And the fact that you were thinking that you could is also, like, that is a factor in you leaving.
1: I guess just whatever the philosophy is, people should feel empowered that they have choice.
0: Yes. And Even if they
1: don't whether they do or not. I mean if you if you just give up and say well I can't do anything to change it, well then what's the point of anything? Yes. You got you got to have some motivation to to make yourself happy or make the world a it. better place or act, yeah. Yes. I think regardless of if
2: you believe that your path is determined or not, you kind of have to be under the if the, if there isn't choice, you have to still be under the illusion that you don't that you have choice, maybe, just yeah, to be able to feel like you can do something, yeah,
0: yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. I like how I like how we ended off there. Okay, right. The time is ten fifty seven. Uh, I'm uh, you know ninety eight and a half percent sure that the person coming after me will not take their slot. Kind of tempted to run over a little bit, so I think what we're gonna do we're gonna go to a song break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do the "Would I Lie to You" feature. I think we're gonna close it off there. Sound good? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful. What's right. the song? The song is not a Hamilton song, as Lydia sort of s- tried to s-
1: sneakily trying to yeah no, stick it in there. Uh...
0: But uh, sadly, uh, no, no Hamilton this time. Maybe, maybe another time. <gasps> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. <laughs> uh, this song is by Logic. It is called. Like Woe, I hope you enjoy and see you in a moment. So that was Like Woe by Logic. It is now one past 11, there is plenty of time, so we're gonna go do our feature. We also, thank you Anon5323 uh, three, three for reminding us, we've gotta do the theme song. Now, because it's so late all the time when I do my show, there's never anyone, because we're, we're right next to the film studio, so sometimes they're filming, I'm pretty sure there's no one filming, if they are filming, we're told to you know, keep it down a little bit in the studio, but because there's no one in there, they don't get you know this wonderful rendition of a theme song, ever. <laughs> so you know you got to tune in if you want to you want to hear this. song. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, over this over the music break, we told Lydia what the song what the theme song is. We're gonna sing it. I Wait, love it. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who? What, someone. I can't count us in. One,
2: two, three, four.
0: Oh, Jeremy Bantham. Oh, Jeremy Bentham. Okay, oh, that's it. That's enough. <laughs> that's great. We fulfilled, enough. We've fulfilled we fulfilled our uh, legal requirement, and now we're free to move on with the show. <laughs> so the feature is: Would I lie to you? I'm pretty sure regular listeners will know what this is by now, but I will explain it nonetheless. So the guests get a topic each. They decide whether they tell a true or false story about the topic. And the other guest has to guess whether it's a true or false story. And then, you know, if they get it right, they get an imaginary goat. This session, anyway. So, uh, Lydia, kick us off with yeah. the first time you got injured doing a sport.
1: I broke my arm when I was playing Quidditch. You've got
0: to... You've got there to, you go. You're, you're not
1: going to ask me questions about it? Well,
0: I mean, you can, but usually the story is a bit more fleshed out, just to give okay, a bit more... There you
1: go. Yeah. I think I was like eight. You go with it at eight. Yeah. Wow. I'm magic, mate.
0: It's even younger than the the Harry Master Harry Potter sir. <laughs> what? That, that was a Dobby <laughs> reference. That was a Dobby okay. Dobby impression. Okay, Sorry. I enjoyed.
1: Um yeah, we, we had a Harry Potter birthday party, as we okay. do. That's pretty cool. Harry Potter's great. Um and we had uh I think I was playing like on a broomstick, obviously, like a mop or something, I don't know, Um, and I was running around with it between my legs, ran down, and then there were some steps, and then my foot got caught in the end of the mop, and I tumbled down and broke my arm. Which arm? My, well, it wasn't my arm, it was like my shoulder bone,
0: my right hand. okay.
1: It was a nightmare.
0: You broke It's a good story, though. You broke your arm on your birthday? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Oh. We have we have people turning up. Okay, just one just one moment. Sorry, was that story true or false? What do we say?
1: Stunned silence. Stunned silence. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I have no idea. Um, mm,
0: mm, 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 mm. Uh, I'm going to say false. Just just because we need we need another false. We've got three tr- three truths and two falses.
1: Stunned yeah, no, silence. I don't think so. No, it wasn't true, but okay. my, it happened to my sister.
0: Oh. oh! Well, we can see where the story was stolen from. Okay, right. We have people breaking down our doors to try get into the studio. Thank you very much for listening. See you next week. Oh, no, no, don't see you next week. See you next year. Bye-bye. Have a great night.